J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, everybody. It's a Friday morning broadcast on this Erev Shabbos Parshas via Shanon, Erev Shabbos Nachamu, and candlelighting time 728 on this Erev Shabbos. 728 is your candlelighting time. A lot of synagogues begin earlier. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Today is Tuba'av, and Tuba'av is, of course, a day that we've uh, been speaking about regarding uh, Shiduchim, regarding... Uh, Matchmaking, marriages, simcha. We wish all the chasanim and kalas out there a very special mazel tov. Those who are getting married, whether it be this weekend or any time in the near future, on this uh, tuba av, we say mazal tov. Uh, Harav David Stav, who has been with us before, is chief rabbi of the city of Shoham and chairman of the Tzohar organization in Israel. He's also co-chancellor of Ortora Stone with Ariskin in Israel. And uh, today on this tuba av, we felt it was an appropriate day to speak about uh, the latest news uh, regarding um, halachic prenuptial agreements, etc. Harav David Stav from Israel, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning to you and to all the people that listen to Thank you so much, and a tuba av sameach to you, Rabbi Stav. Yeah, it is. Yesterday we had uh, more than 40 weddings that were officiated by our rabbi all over the country. And... uh, we wish all the young couples to have a wonderful time together and to build a bite in a man well forever. One of the things I saw you said, though, was that um, people who we wish, of course, the very best, and they should build a bite in a man Israel, uh, but they also have to be realistic and know what the future could bring. And is that, is that the number one reason behind the halachic prenuptial agreement? Yes. And furthermore than that, we, according to our researchers, we found out that thousands of couples in Israel live together and are afraid to get married officially because they are afraid of the process that uh, they will have to go through in case they will fall into the statistics of 30-40% of the couples that get divorced. And they are afraid to go to this process that could be very, very torturing, at least to one of the spouses. So in order to encourage them, that, uh, to tell them that we, the Tsar Rabbinic Organization, will be with them by the good and by the bad, and we'll be with them to help them to go through that process in a way that uh, will cause the minimum of pain, any, some kind of pain will be anyway, the minimum uh, price that they have to pay, not to lawyers and not to others, that in order to postpone and to delay the decision that was taken by one of the spouses. So we established for them a prenuptial agreement that will actually lead the couple, once they decided, after marriage consultants and after other uh, measures that they've gone through, and they've decided that at least one of them decided that he doesn't want to continue, that uh, will help them to um, pass through that uh, obstacle of uh, getting divorced in a proper way, as easy as possible, relatively easy, in that uh, situation. And that's why uh, Sohar calls it a Heskem Me'ahava, an agreement from love. That's where it's coming from when this uh, pre-marriage agreement 
is um, is in fact agreed to. Uh, Rabbi, Harav David Stav is with us uh, from Israel on this Tuba of morning. Is there any difference in the agreement than the original ones? Because I mean, I know that people uh, certainly in uh, in many communities already, uh, both in Israel and outside of Israel, many in the United States are using uh, premarital agreements. Um, is there any difference today? In the language or or the or its form compared to when it started? Yeah, well, look. First of all, there is a difference between the prenuptial agreement in Israel and the prenuptial agreement in the state. In, in the state, it's usually done in order to bring the couple after they already got divorced in the civil marriage to bring them to the rabbinic authorities so that the woman will not uh, will not be left alone right. when she got divorced civilly and she did not get divorced halachically. In Israel, it's a bit different because everybody that gets married in Israel has to get married illogically. But the problem is that in many cases, the husband used the, um, the power that Allah gives him in order to postpone and to delay and to um, actually to demand from his wife uh, the financial demands that actually could leave her alone and the rabbinic court is left without any authority to do anything to the husband. So this prenup agreement it's done in order to to make the husband understand, in, your, in most of the cases, to make the husband understand that if he will not give the gift, he will have to pay a certain amount of money that it will not pay to him to do that. It has gone through tens of versions with the rabbis, with judges, with, with lawyers, with the family the judges and rabbinic judges in order to make it the best way possible, halakhically and practically, and Baruch Hashem, We've signed already just in the last couple of months more than 700 couples. And Bezrat Hashem, we believe that uh, uh, it was spread out. And we hope to a situation that uh, within a couple of years, every couple, religious, at least modern Orthodox religious, and secular traditional Jews will sign this prenup agreement before he gets married. By the way, many of the Americans that made Aliyah demand and help us a lot to... Uh, to bring and to, uh, to, to explain to the Israelis that were not used to it the importance of that, and the American uh, immigrants help us a lot in uh, explaining and sharing this idea of prenuptial agreement to the Israeli society that was not used to it. Harav David Stav is with us at Sohar Organization, has been at the forefront of this in Israel. Um, what about the, uh, you mentioned the, the communities that are, that are accepting and that have uh, been implementing and have been influenced to, you know, to include uh, the prenup that you described. Uh, is it a lot more than it was in Israel? Because we, we're always hearing about the, the disagreements about the agreement, the the you know communities that are are not ready to accept such a thing. Are are there changes being made? Are you making progress in areas like that? Look, those who are not who are against this agreement, uh, this this group exists in the, in North America as it exists in Israel. The actually the, our campaign is is basically focused to the traditional and secular society in order to um, persuade them to sign this up agreement because we know that the alternative is not to get married at all. So we are not debating with the right wing of the uh, ultra-orthodox rabbis because their concern is mainly focused in their uh, crowds, in their communities, and I guess that most of their uh, congregants are anyway not interested in signing this prenup agreement. 
I believe that more and more couples that will sign, it will lead for a social change that will influence the entire society. I could tell you that one of the right-wing yeshivot boys that got married to an American girl and uh, that made Aliyah, and their parents insisted. And they said there's no wedding without prenup agreement. And they went to the Rosh Hashiva that is considered to be one of the very right-wing Rosh Hashivas. And he said to them, okay, that's his demand. Please go and sign the prenup agreement of Tzor, which is the best that exists today. So, um, so it, it comes, you know, you could make changes from uh, up to bottom, and you can make changes from bottom up. And they think that this change will come from bottom up. From bottom up. As, more, as long as we'll see more and more couples that will sign this prenup agreement, eventually most of the rabbis will adopt it and will actually understand that it's important for their congregants and not less than it's important for the secular people. And this change, as you indicated earlier, you believe is going to increase in terms of the number of people getting married and, uh, and, real, and having a, a, a more of a halachic life, so to speak. Exactly. Exactly. We see it. And uh, the number of the, of the couples that are getting married in Israel, unfortunately, is not increasing. It's the last numbers that uh, were publicized a few days ago show that actually the number is stable and actually a bit less than in previous years. And if you compare it to the growth of the society, you understand that practically the percentage of people that are getting married logically is not is reducing, it's not increasing. We believe that uh, the prenup agreement uh, might uh, up this phenomena and turn the, the trend and to shift it to a different direction and to increase the number of couples that will get married a lot. Tsar has been around for 20 years, performed over 50,000 weddings, and in September next month, they'll be the organization's busiest uh, scheduled 600 weddings are scheduled to be performed uh, next month by Tsar rabbis. Information about all of this, you can go to tsohar.org, T-Z-O-H-A-R.org, T-Z-O-H-A-R.org, the Heskem Ahava has its own page there, which you will see. Harav Stav, Tadarabach, Atubaav Sameach, and continue your amazing work on behalf of the Jewish people. Thank you. Shabbat Shalom. Koltu. Shabbat Shalom. Enjoy Shabbat Nachamu in Aretz. Friday morning broadcast on this Arab Shabbos Nachamu. Uh, it is Tubaav morning with candle lighting at 728. Weekly update and plenty more coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM.